Welcome to the Good Growing Podcast. I am Ken Johnson, horticulture educator with the University of Illinois Extension, coming to you today from Jacksonville, Illinois, with a garden bite. And on this week's garden bite, we're going to take a little bit of time to talk about giving your soil a checkup this fall, also known as soil testing. So as we begin our garden cleanup this fall, we should consider adding a soil test to the list of things that we're going to do. Soil testing is a relatively quick and easy task that has many benefits for us. By conducting a soil test, it's going to allow us to see what the pH of our soil is, as well as what the nutrient levels are like in our soils. Conducting a soil test can be good for both our wallets and the environment. So again, knowing those, what those nutrient levels, what those pH levels are like in our soils, will help us to amend those soils to optimize the growing conditions for our plants. And by knowing the nutrient levels in our soils, that may lead to us using fewer fertilizers, which will save money and is going to be better for the environment. Applying too many fertilizers to the soil can lead to fertilizers leaching or running off into bodies of water and polluting them. When it comes to plant growth, most flowers, shrubs, trees, grasses, vegetables, what have you that we grow here in Illinois are going to grow best in soils that have a pH between 6.1 and 6.9 or slightly acidic. And it's no coincidence that most nutrients that are going to be used by plants are most readily available for plant uptake in this range. Now there are some plants like rhododendrons, azaleas, and blueberries that are going to grow best in more acidic soils. So if you grow any of these plants or you want to grow any of these plants, conducting a soil test can help you determine if you need to make any adjustments to your soil pH. Improper soil pH is going to be one of the most common, if not the most common reason why these acid-loving plants like rhododendrons, azaleas, and blueberries struggle in many of our landscapes here in Illinois. So when it comes to timing of soil tests, soil tests can be conducted at any time of the year as long as the soil isn't frozen and it isn't too wet. So if the soil is too wet to work, it's probably going to be too wet to soil test. So just let it dry out a little bit. Fall is a particularly good time to test soils because any deficiencies that may be present can be addressed early on. And any amendments that you are going to be adding to the soil are going to have time to react with the soil by the time spring rolls around again and we're starting to plant again. This is particularly important if we're trying to adjust the pH of the soil. Now, one thing I should point out when it comes to soil testing is that we don't need to do this every year in our home landscapes. Typically, we recommend people soil test every three years. You can soil test more often if you wish, but every three years is going to be good enough. Now, before you conduct a soil test, there are a few things that you should ask the soil testing lab that you're going to be using. First is, do they accept home or garden or horticultural samples? There are some labs that specialize in row crops or agronomic crops, corn and soybeans, and they don't do tests for gardens and things like that. So whatever lab you pick, make sure that they are going to do home samples and that they offer an interpretation with their results. Second thing to ask is, do they have any special procedures for you to follow when you are collecting and sending in samples? Do they want you to put in a certain type of container? How much of that soil do they want? And so on. Final thing you should ask is how much is it going to cost? We all want to know what we're getting into when it comes to the cost. In a lot of cases, soil samples are going to run $15 to $20, $25. But it's probably a good idea to check on that before you send your sample in. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, that's all fine and dandy, but I don't know who to call to get a soil test. Well, you are in luck. University of Illinois Extension has a section on our soils website where there is a link to different labs around Illinois and the Midwest that will conduct soil tests. And you can find this on the soil section of the Illinois Extension website. You can go to extension.illinois.edu soil and then go to the soil testing section. So when it comes to conducting a soil test, we want to make sure we are getting a representative sample of that soil. So we want to check our soil's characteristics for things like the color, the texture, and the drainage. If the soil you want to test is uniform, you can take a single sample from that area. 
If your soil has varying characteristics, some areas are a little more sandy, some areas don't drain as well, taking separate samples is going to be a good idea of those different soil types. There's a good chance you're going to have to treat those a little bit differently when it comes to fertilizing or any other amendments you're going to make to them. We also want to have separate samples for the different parts of our landscape. So for example, you don't want to mix lawn soil with a vegetable garden soil because these are going to be managed differently. We're going to fertilize our lawns differently than we're going to fertilize our vegetable gardens or our flower beds. Also, if you have a problem area where you have plants that are not doing very well compared to similar ones in other parts of the yard, that's also an area that may warrant its own sample. So you can send in a sample from the problem area and the healthy area, and then you can compare those results to see if that problem is potentially soil related. So once you've got your different areas figured out of where you're gonna sample, we can actually now go and take our samples. The first thing we wanna do is remove any turf, residue, or other plant debris from the surface of the soil. Those residues and plant parts, they can affect the results you get from that soil test. So we wanna get as much of that stuff out as possible so we just have that soil. Next, we wanna dig a hole, a small hole in the ground. If you're testing in a vegetable garden or flower beds, we wanna dig that hole six to eight inches deep, four to six inches deep if you're sampling from the lawn. Once you've dug out that hole, you want to take a thin slice of soil down the side of that hole and collect that soil. Make sure to remove any roots or other debris from the sample, and then we're going to place that in a bucket. And we want to take at least eight random samples from that area that we're going to be testing. And you can do this by walking in a zigzag pattern over the area and just randomly stopping and gathering a sample. So again, we're going to take eight to ten samples from that area. We're going to take each of those samples, put them in a bucket, combine them all together, break up any clumps so it's a nice uniform texture. And then from that, we're going to take one to two cups of that combined soil, and that's what we are going to send off to that lab. Again, you can contact that lab to see exactly how much they want from you for that test. Once you have that cup or two or however much you need, you can place that combined sample in a plastic bag or a bag provided by the soil lab. And then you want to make sure that you label that sample with your name, the date, and where the sample was taken. And this is particularly important if you're going to be sending off multiple samples. So you want to make sure if you're doing it in lawn, vegetable garden, flower bed, you have three separate samples. So you want to make sure you indicate which one is which. Then after that, you can gather all that stuff up, send it off to the lab. Most labs are also going to have a form that they want you to fill out as well. So fill that out, send it in, or however they want you to do that. So just to summarize real quickly, soil testing can be good for both our wallets and the environments. Help us use fewer fertilizers, which can save us money, help reduce the amount of runoff we get into bodies of water, reducing some of that pollution. We wanna make sure we're getting uniform soil samples. So make sure that soil is consistent, looks the same, feels the same. We wanna take separate soil samples from different parts of the garden. We wanna take multiple samples from those areas, combine them all together for those different areas, and then send them off to the lab. So this fall, take a little time to give your soil a checkup and find out what those pH and nutrient levels are like. Hopefully, you have a little bit more successful garden next year. That's all I've got for you for this week's Garden Bites. Thanks for listening and keep on growing.